again we're back tell a friend and subscribe guess who's back 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 charged for this okay that's enough to uh to um be or not to be no to <laughs> trying to do the blowjob analogy but with a movie two trailer park girls go around the outside around the outside around the outside it's like a nine-year-old i was like that's distasteful oh god i didn't know what that meant yeah around his dick i'm pretty sure i get it now. that's what an older middle schooler told me okay. <laughs> as a child it's probably right yeah it seems likely so I was thinking like lines around the block to go to a movie. Okay. You know? uh, what else is like around the outside that could be for a movie? Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's it's just that just that. Uh, but line, what's the yeah the the lines to see Madame Web go around the outside around the outside. <laughs> Two people sitting to see Madame Web go around the outside. Around the outside. Around the outside. <laughs> um. Hey, look, we're back doing the stuff. Uh, you missed have, us. Should we have an intro? Uh, I think that was the intro. <laughs> All right. You heard the man. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 261st episode of What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Each week, we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. I'm your host, Brian. I'm your host, Noah, and I'm not giving you a top five right now. Why is that, Noah? Uh, well, we've got something new and exciting coming. The thing we've been uh, uh, hyping on our social media and on the podcast for weeks. We've, yeah, we've been uh, we've been planning this uh, intricately. I uh, know how it works. We, I know what this is. We all know how it works, and, and I know how to explain it, but I'm not going to. Uh, so, it's getting to be that time. March is approaching, uh, and multiplex madness draws near. It looms. Would you say it looms? Oh, there's looming. Okay, great. Uh, in the past, we have crowned the greatest blockbuster of uh, every decade of our movie-going lives. Yeah. Uh, we have crowned the greatest blockbuster franchise. Yep. We have crowned the biggest blockbuster flop yep. uh, of all time. Biggest flop. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, the winner was not a blockbuster. No, I, I it was presumed. These were all be. intended to be blockbusters. I, I mean, I don't know if Julie was intended to gross one hundred and fifty million dollars, but I it, all the same, it was a colossal flop. Yes, it won. Uh, in that time, we have drafted from a huge pool of movies throughout the two thousand tens, the two thousands, the nineteen nineties, and only so many could make it. But there are so many more that didn't really get their due. So we have decided to run it back to revisit the pools of films that were considerated, considerated, 
consolidated. Oh. Cons- <laughs> considered consolidated. Boy, I. Uh, Listen, there's a reason. You sound like that Eminem trying to fit a rhyme <laughs> into a scheme. There's a reason I'm not the host of this show. Considerated. <laughs> I. So yeah, we have. Yeah, I never screw up words. <laughs> I sound perfect every time. We've returned to the well. We've gone to every pool of movies that we drafted from, but didn't pick. I, uh, in order to build the draft pool for Multiplex Madness second run. That's right. Much like the second run theaters uh, where you would go see movies that have been out for several weeks, get a chance to see them again or maybe for the first time um, for cheap. Yeah. Did you uh, did you really want to see Oppenheimer? But then suddenly it was like November. Mom, that's that's where you'd use a second run theater. Uh, And yeah, we want to crown the uh, the most unsung blockbuster. Of our, uh, of know, our tournament is, this, so far, the, we didn't we didn't really put a your, blankiest blank on it. This is your baby, your brainchild. The idea the idea here was to highlight all of these movies that we uh, we put thought into. You put a lot of thought and uh, and work into researching uh, every year, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of them just can't make it. The ninth most uh, the ninth biggest blockbuster drama of the 2010s can't make it into the tournament, but it's still a big deal. Uh, and we still want to talk about it. We want to highlight those. Yeah, uh, sorry, Split. Now is your time. Exactly. Now is the time for Split. Also, when we did our first Multiplex Madness in the 2010s, uh, our method of putting the pool together was different. We didn't draft. We just seeded. Yeah, and we yeah. we think maybe we'd make some different cha- some different choices this time. Maybe. Uh, so what what are we looking for? How is this going to look? In the long run, so we once are, we draft here, we are building. It's a slightly, uh, slightly smaller thing. It's a pool of thirty-two. Yeah, uh, we're doing basically Forgive four, us. four little mini brackets of each tournament minus the flops. It didn't really fit. I uh, I tried, guys. It was it was a, it was a valiant effort, uh, but something had to go. We couldn't do a five-way bracket. Uh, so we're going to. Do a little uh, little mini tournament for Multiplex Madness, for uh, Multiplex Madness 2000, for Multiplex Madness Forever, and Multiplex Madness pronounced with an IP. IP, sorry. That, yeah, see, that was all. That was always my job. Yes, since I did that's why the, I was uh, just the lead like... in. I. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna crown uh, this. We're gonna use the same scoring method. Yep. To crown the uh, the best of the rest. You know the second, uh, the second chance winner, the uh, the movie that could have gone far if only it had slipped in there. So, what are you going to be looking for when drafting from each of these um, pools? I am going to be primarily looking for the movie that I think needs to be highlighted uh, that didn't uh, didn't get a chance. Okay. In the two th- of the 2010 specifically, I'm going to be looking for the things that we should have put in the bracket, but didn't. Uh, but every other year, there's going to be uh, there's going to be movies, and I'm just like, ah oh, man, we we didn't get a chance to talk about the Perfect Storm, which is the uh, the first one on the list of the 2000s. But like, how cool is the Perfect Storm? It's fun. Uh, it's fun a, movie. It's the the success of that was its own Perfect Storm. Bobby. One might say, Bobby, Bobby. 
Bobby, stay here and catch fish with me, Bobby. Don't go out on the boat, Bobby. I uh, do you have a uh, do you have a particular uh, particular thing you're going to be looking for when drafting? We're nope, kinda... I was genuinely asking. Okay, you. yeah, yeah. I, I still think it's... don't quite know how this works, so I'm a lot like the audience. It's kind of reversed with our normal jobs. Sure. I mean, at at this point, I think just consider it the same as we would any other tournament. Yeah. Of like, look look for the movie that you think needs to be drafted and you think might win. Just draft as though these are all the blockbusters, the ones we already talked about, the ones we already drafted, yeah. wiped from history. And now these are the ones we're trying to crown. Mm-hmm. Um, so how is the draft working? Do you feel that you sufficiently explain the tournament and what we're trying to crown here? Uh, I do, yes. We I always we, we always say, like, the, the search for the something. What is that? Yeah, the search I, for. I think it. If, there, if there's going to be the search for, I think it is the search for the most unsung blockbuster okay. in the history of what's in the box office. Got it. Uh, this is the, mo- the movie that we ultimately will crown is one that probably should have been in the original run of the tournament. Sure. But didn't quite make it. Uh, so, yeah, for the, uh, for the draft, something else we're doing a little differently is that it's, we're doing the whole thing at once. We're not drafting uh, the 2010s, then the 2000s, then the 1990s. You can pick from whatever pool you want. Uh, yep. Brian, of course, uh, as the reigning champion, is going to be getting the first overall pick. I hope it's by year again. Uh, sorry, what? I hope it's my year again. Oh, my year. I hope um, not. I hope you lose this time. Uh, How many in each? Eight? Uh, there's eight total in each, so we're each picking four. Got it. And I will be uh, I will be keeping track over here. Good. So I get to pick first. You get to pick first. I'm going with the original Multiplex Madness, the 2010 blockbusters. And I will take a film that was a multiple-time Oscar nominee and winner uh, and a very important film for its lead star and its director, one best director, uh, and that is 2013's Gravity. 2013's this is my Gravity. first choice. Okay. That is a $274 million domestic grocer. Seems like a uh, seems like a pretty strong one. What is uh, what do you what do you think is the is the thought for you? Like what's the most compelling reason you picked that? Uh it's an original sci-fi film that made that much money. Okay. Um uh, proof of Sandra Bullock's star power, Alfonso Cuarón. Uh, breaking into the mainstream and a slew of uh, uh, best of the year lists, best of the decade lists, and Oscar nominations. All right, I think that's a, I think that's a great reason. I am going to go away from that. I'm going to try to take advantage of our uh, our bounce around here, uh, and I'm going to go to the 2000s to take uh, the. The first one coming out here is a movie that I think doesn't quite get its due as part of uh, its place in, uh, we're sticking with sci-fi, so it's place in sci-fi history, it's place in this director's filmography. Ooh, I know uh, where you're going, man. Much like it was outshined in our tournament, it's, uh, I think it's outshined by the fact that Steven Spielberg made a ton of of great movies and people don't talk about minority report enough. Sure. Uh, and I think that 
I think it could have a unique blend of blockbuster success and pedigree and quality that uh, yeah, that might give it a real leg up. And then this is a snake draft, so I am going to make my... <laughs> we shouldn't have done that. I forgot there were only two of us. All right. Well, then no, 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 no. It's fine. It's funny. It's just funny. <laughs> I... Well, you're gonna get two picks in a second. Uh, I, th- I think it's, I think it's good with like being able to being able to bounce around from uh, from multi- yeah, uh, multiple multiple categories here. Uh, all right, so then I'm going to stick in the 2000s, and I'm actually going to take the perfect storm. Whoa, which I think uh, that that's based on a book, right? And a true story. Well, sure. Uh, yeah, I believe it is. But like I mean I know I know it's the it's the 2000s so like IP wasn't really a thing in the way that it is now but it's still just like is a a a true harrowing story about a group of adults doing their job and then terrible stuff happens it's got uh, it's got an incredible cast uh made a shitload of money and is just a uh, I think a a relic of its time I think it's uh, yeah Iconic's probably a strong word, but it's uh, it's imp- it's important. Also, it's pretty good. Sure. All right, I'm sticking with my uh, 2010s, and I'm going to pick The Hunger Games Catching Fire, also from 2013. That's a strong pick. Shitload of money for Catching Fire. That means that we also, you want to delete it out of IP? Yes. Because we can't have it in IP and in... Multiplex. Oh, that just wouldn't make any sense. Uh, so yeah, I will. Uh, I will highlight that in in that category. Then you got another pick right away. And I'm gonna go with. For the IP, we're just picking the movie, right? Yeah, we've got a uh, we've got a singular representative for these franchises, just to kind of fit the mold of everything. Uh, once once we get down to it, and the divisions are competing against each other, we figured it wouldn't it would just be too hard to have the entire Exorcist franchise going up against crazy rich Asians. So yeah, you, we're just picking a, a singular movie. Uh, as the as the avatar for the grudge. All right. Um, I'm going to take uh, in multiple event madness forever. 1995's Apollo 13. Ooh, going down to forever. What uh, what speaks to you about 13? Um, again, big Oscar push. Just a terrific um, blockbuster crowd pleasing film. Houston, we have a problem. Tom Hanks at the peak of his powers. Ron Howard's biggest uh, movie of the decade. It just feels uh, feels like the best and biggest left on that list. I am. Uh, I'm excited to revisit that one. I I'm gonna go to original Multiplex Madness uh, and take one from the 2010s here, and it is going to be 2015's The Martian. That was that was a. Uh, in contention for my number one. Uh, it's in many ways just kind of the perfect encapsulation of a blockbuster movie. Uh, and a lot of fun, just dramatic enough, incredible cast, 
uh, incredible writing. Just like it, you, you, there's never a time when I can't watch The Martian, you know? Uh, and then I am going to go down to Multiplex Madness forever as well. And I am going take it's tough because there's one there's one there's one movie in particular that really caught my eye here, but it's something that we talked about on the podcast recently, uh, which kind of uh, kind of pushes me away from it a little bit because we're trying to highlight uh, the unsung heroes here. Uh, I think I think I'm going to I think I'm going to pivot away from it. And instead, in Multiplex Madness Forever, I am going to I'm just, I'm just going to take a few good men. I I, <laughs> I, yeah. kn- I know for a fact that I will be drafting a few good men before we're done here. I almost drafted it first. I uh, so. All right. Well, that uh, that tells me that I made, <laughs> I made the right call just to uh, take it from you. All right, so those are my two. So far, neither of us has taken something in the franchise category, but well, it's every other decade those, those is represented. Those are graded based on the criteria of the franchise, right? No, the movies are graded based on the same criteria as everything else. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Great. Then I will start in the uh, IP, and I'm going to take... Oh. So it's just it's just the one movie we pick. It's just the one movie we pick. The Exorcist. Yeah. 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 1973. Biggest horror film of all time. Was one of our divisions... Is the horror, what was our horror division named after? Um, James Wan? Yeah, that's right. Cause we did... Yeah, we did... Uh, but yeah. we, did, we did do them based on... Best pictures at some point, or no? That was the conferences. Yeah, I, th- I think it was just yeah, it was just directors. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, was the it Exorcist, James Wan or was it uh, wait, Justin Lin, right? Spike Lee, mm-hmm. Spielberg, Tony Scott, great choice, Miyazaki. I'm I'm almost certain it was James Wan. I don't think it was. I uh, I don't know who else could have been though. We'll check our little website. All right. Uh, well, you've still got another pick to make. All right, you check the website. Um. Hmm. All right. Uh. Now they're all uh, yeah. at least in Multiplex Madness 2000 they are all named after films. Uh so horror was the jaws division. Oh, uh, I see. Uh yeah. We did one that was high Miyazaki. We did we did one that was like that. What tournament is that? That was 2000. Yeah, all right. So forever we renamed them after directors. Uh, and Miyazaki was the uh, the animated. Uh, what we were missing uh, comedy was Mel Brooks. Right. Uh, romantic comedy was Nora Ephron. Right. Uh, John Carpenter. John Carpenter was the director. Um, no, I'm sticking with IP, and I'm taking uh, Thor Ragnarok here. All right. That's my uh, next pick. And can you erase the Hunger Games: Catching Fire from the IP one? 
Because otherwise, I'm going to think it was chosen in that category, and it wasn't. Okay. Uh, I chose it in the... the you, you did, yeah. Yeah. The other one. All right. It is... Erased. And you took I don't know four if I like that pick. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a Ragnarok. Pick. Well, what's, I took it. Uh, yeah. what's your hesitation? It's one of the one of the stronger Marvel movies. That's true. But like, is it just like I don't know, boring to have a Marvel movie in here right now? I, I don't, don't think so. Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's fun. All right. I like Thor Ragnarok, and I'm glad it was picked. All right, the franchise uh, the franchise category definitely needs. In a an original franchise representation for me, and also yeah, an original franchise. Which one do you pick? Would be good. Though? Well, I'm definitely going with Lethal Weapon Three. I <laughs> uh, Insidious the Red Door. Yeah, I mean it's a little it's a little thin in the original franchise, uh, which I think. And like we don't have to pick an original no, franchise. Like no. there's no rule for that. It's just. It should be done. So I'm going to pick uh, the one that stands out most to me, and it's going to be Split. Whoa, Split got in. I said that one as a joke at the beginning of this podcast. Uh, you did, but like it's a obviously it's not like an accidental franchise, right. but it's a franchise that we didn't know was a franchise as we were watching it. It was a surprise franchise. Uh, also came in the period yeah. of M. Night Shyamalan's career when uh, he wasn't like a big blockbuster hit yeah. guy anymore. Like, I mean, he'd made the visit and that was successful again. It seemed like it was on the upswing, but uh, Split could have easily been uh, reviled and terrible. And instead it was... It was uh, cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was pretty universally well-liked. The, the way they money. brought it back to uh, Unbreakable was really exciting. Uh, then Glass was bad, and that Glass was Glass was bad. Uh, but, like, that happens. Things yeah. are bad. Uh, but in the moment, I think Split was uh, Split was really exciting. And then I will return back to the 2010s, <gasps> and there's... Uh-oh. There's a lot of... Uh, Uh-oh. A lot of business going on. There's a lot of movies in the 2010s He's that I want to take. Alice in Wonderland. I I'm, know you are. I promise I'm not. Uh, Aquaman sitting right there. No, this is. It's gonna be tough to only end up with four out of this list. I, <laughs> I'm gonna go with a Quiet Place. Interesting. Uh, you know, you want to talk about? I think it's interesting that in this format we're doing here. Yeah. Uh, one person can pick all of them for one category. Like I could only have two selections in this in this category. You know what I mean? If I focus on the other ones uh -huh. and you just back to back to back to back, take out the multiplex madness ones, I could technically only pick. I, there's a chance I can only pick like one or two. No, we're we are we're we get four of each. Oh, OK. It's still it's still going to be uh, still going to be split. All right. So I split. like I could uh, I could take the four best ones before you get a chance to. Don't. I oh, I haven't yet. Uh, but yeah, quiet place. You want to talk about. Uh, exciting original franchises in a way that like just don't really exist anymore. What are the weaknesses? Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what, Three? everyone? Hey, you know what, everyone? That dude was doing the best he could. He was living in a house where he couldn't talk. Yeah, and he couldn't fuck his wife because he it was he was too good at it, and she'd be too noisy. Okay, and he's got his kids crying, and he knows a baby's gonna come into this world and cry up a storm. 
So forgive him a little bit for just going, what are their weaknesses, man? I I think it's it's very important to me that like film Twitter does not think that a quiet place is bad. They just make fun of that screenshot. Sure. And then I'm sure there are people that are like, oh, it's, it is bad. And like, Joe. those people are stupid. I don't care about them. Joe's stupid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I. Uh, but like with that in mind, I'm able to join in on like that screenshot of that board is very silly. <laughs> and that's fine. Great movies going to have silly things in them. Uh, but it is quite silly. <laughs> what are their weaknesses? <laughs> Three? <laughs> yeah, just keep track of how many there are. <laughs> I don't know how he can differentiate. If he sees one run across the screen, why doesn't he go, oh no, four now? Because then more would show up if he did that. It's, it's the whole premise. Oh, if he screams. If he goes, oh no, four now. <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be funny. <laughs> just forgets. Oh my god, there's another monster. I'm, I'm really excited for the moment in uh, Quiet Place Day I'll One I'll... when, like, halfway through the movie, somebody just forgets. Yeah. They're like, what oh. the fuck's going on? Oh, right. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, and they just get fucking wasted. Uh, all right, so now we are uh, we are back to you. That was. I know, uh, I've forgotten yeah. what I wanted to take. That was both of my picks. Oh, I do remember. We're going to Multiplex Madness 2000. I'm taking right. the Simpsons movie. Your first pick from the 2000s, the Simpsons movie. That's right. All right, so the Simpsons, uh, pretty important to, uh, to you, to both of us, really. And what a huge hit. People were like, it's been on the air for. 16 years like <laughs> how, been on the air for way too long well no just like is it gonna be that big of a cultural thing their first movie yeah and the marketing was incredible and genius they opened real quickie marts they did a poll to determine which springfield in america is actually springfield and they held the premiere there like genius marketing i remember when that came, i didn't know the movie was coming out in the summer before in 2006 i don't know why i thought this i think i was a big fucking idiot but uh, the trailer showed like a big S. Okay. It was like, do, 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 do. It was doing the whole thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is a Superman thing. Even though I knew Superman Returns was coming out that summer. Like, I'm in the summer when Superman Returns coming out. And then it pans like a hero will rise. And it, full, if, I think this is the line. And it pans out in his home and he goes from his couch. And he just goes like, oh, is and he says something funny. And I remember the theater being like, holy, f- I had no idea it existed. And I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. That, I mean, that, that must have been incredibly exciting. Uh, when Do you think it's possible that will ever happen again? Do you remember how much? Uh, no, I don't. Remember how much we wa- talked about The Simpsons? Yeah. And it was a big like thing in our friendship. It's still, it's still, like, still do pretty often. Yeah. It comes up a lot. But like it was a big thing in our friendship to like um, reference The Simpsons, and it was a really quick way for us to connect, and it meant a lot to just our bond. Sure. Where are you going with this? And then, uh, well, I don't know if we... We weren't in school, obviously. It was the summer. But I was like, uh, hey, let's go see The Simpsons movie. You said, oh, I saw it already with people. <laughs> okay. And I went, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Kempen said he wanted to go see it, so I saw it, and I went, oh. Okay. And it was sad. I I'm really glad you're bringing that up now. <laughs> it's a cool it's a cool memory for you to have held on to this uh, all these years, and uh, just really here it is. <laughs> it's probably an ad first, naturally. 
probably a trailer for the trailer first. This looks quite a bit like Superman. There you go. It just has Mr. Burns saying excellent at the end. Yep. Uh, I get to go again? Uh, yes, you get to, uh, two picks here. Hmm. I'm going to go back up to Multiplex Madness. And then I'm going to choose... Oh, boy. Inside Out. Inside Out. All right. One of Pixar's highest grossing original films... Uh, winner of Best Animated Feature, arguably their last huge original property. And there's a sequel coming out. So it could eventually uh, exist in the franchise portion. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a uh, that's a great choice. That's a it's a one of the one of the last like. Golden era Pixar movies yeah. like one of the, one of the one of the last ones that people will say like Inside Out is the greatest one. Uh, and made just a, a tremendous amount of money. Also, just a really important movie about teaching kids that their feelings are okay and giving their feelings names and faces so that if they're worried about why they're feeling in such a way, make it a little more relatable. Sure. I All right. Back to me. I've got two. I would like... You've got to. To revisit the uh, franchise section here. I... Going to pronounce the Hobbit and Unexpected Journey. So, are you taking a couple of picks? I think with an IP, I I'm not taking the Hobbit movies because they oh, make me very the, sad. You doing that? Your cursor's on Medea goes to jail. Is that it? Uh, my cursor is there, but no, uh, there will be no clues as to what I'm picking until I announce it. What is, uh, what is that going to be? I <laughs> I think it's going to be right now. I'm going to go. With the Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Still wrong. Uh, I'm going to go with a movie that I have not seen. And <sighs> Could be a lot of these. Insidious, the Red Door? Frankly, almost an entire franchise that I have not seen. Hotel Transylvania 2. Uh, but one that I'm certain I'd be pretty fond of most of the movies involved, at least. Crocodile Dundee? I don't think you'll like the, the, at least the second or third. Uh, pick and clear in present danger. Ooh, fun. Tits. Uh, yeah, I am, I am picking it for the tits. Are there tits? <laughs> oh, you don't remember this clip? No, I don't. Uh, there is a clip in this movie where Harrison Ford playing Jack Ryan. Right. I don't know what it's... I'm just going to YouTube search Jack Ryan tits. Great search. These are all the new Jack Ryans and a couple Jack Reachers. All right. So that takes out... It's Hunt for Red October that's also part of this franchise, right? Yes. Okay. Anyway, there is a uh, scene in one of the movies where... Harris, and I have it because I watched it over quarantine and I had to film it. It's on my phone. I wish I could just show you, but I won't. He's looking at a very uh, digitalized image from like a drone or a satellite. And he goes, there, 26, 26A block. And the doo -doo 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 -doo. And it zooms in. And he goes, 
rotate 48 degrees. Click, 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 click. Dee, 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 dee. Uh, drop down six degrees. Click, click, click. Dee, dee, dee. Zoom in 68%. Dee, dee, dee. Enhance. And he just goes, and he smiles. Hair supports all his Tits. <laughs> That's how he knows it's a woman. <laughs> it's incredible. Jesus. It's uh, so good. I do have a faint uh, recollection of Yeah, I'll find the that. clip and show you. It's uh, like, yeah. so good. All right. And then I get a uh, I get a second pick here now. And I want to stay in the IP. Because uh, really, I, I think the IP is kind of the section that we took the most of uh we took the most what for granted i uh, no just that like i think i think there has the the fewest strong oh, okay options remaining i think that might be mm, go ahead i uh, so my next pick is going to be from there as well and i've got i'm between i'm between two uh, and there's one that is I mean clearly the much better movie, the much more important movie. Didn't make like a ton of money. Spawned a franchise and like fantastic made a lot of money for its up. time. Uh, and there's another one that like was a quite bad franchise, but pretty unique. Uh, that I just can't quite bring myself to pick because I feel that it will embarrassing to do so. I like, I don't know what it is at some point. I I will tell you what it is. I still might pick it, but for now I'm taking Predator. Okay. I uh, which does give us another original franchise, and also just like fucking rules. Okay. Predator rules. I uh, spawn that uh, that prey movie that came out. Uh, what was that last year? Two years ago. Um, Should have been in theaters. Uh, now it's on Hulu. No, it was two years ago. Uh, it's it's just like the perfect franchise to revisit every so often. Yeah, he's making a sequel. Yeah, right they're now. they're gonna keep doing it. I'm very yeah. excited for it. Uh, can you go to Multiple Madness 2000 and check to see if uh, Night the Museum is there? Yes, I can. While you're doing that, it's my pick, right? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to take. The museum would be. It's not in the franchise starters. It is not in the family films. No, it is not. Whoa. That seems like a huge misstep. I'm going to take in the in the IP, both the Lego Movie and Night at the Museum. All right. Uh, so you can delete the at least the Lego Movie from the Multiple Madness list. All right, and that will fill your franchise slots. The <gasps> Lego Movie no, and Night at the Museum. I have more. Uh, do you want to re uh, reconsider your picks? Nope. Okay. I, Exorcist is coming out of that. I'm not concerned. That's a uh, that's a good point. I mean, it might be Predator. <laughs> uh, all right, Lego Movie Night at the Museum is somewhere. It's an IP. It's right. It's like four below where your cursor is. Okay. Ah, there it is. All right. And then that is in the 2000s as no, well? No, it's not, which is interesting. It's not. Oh, so is, is that why you were... Uh, I was wondering know, if it was on the actual tournament. You were wondering. Okay. No, it is... Uh, yeah. I feel like I remember like looking for... Uh, 
image of it, but it might have been for a promo for the draft. Yeah, know. no, it's not in. It's not in comedy. Well, it's not in franchise starter. It's weird. It's not. Oh, I mean, yeah, a little weird, but it's okay. It's like not a franchise either of us is, has a lot of time for. Uh, no, first one's cute. Wasn't really. Uh, wasn't really important to us. It's so. a huge hit. Huge. It is a huge hit. So, I mean, that's a, that's a really that's a really good pick. Uh, all right, so that was both of your picks at once. You've got franchise locked up. Uh, yeah, I've only got one pick left in franchise. A lot of room left in the 90s. So I think that's where I'm going to be focusing at least one of my picks here. Uh, where is the night? Here we go. Okay. In the 90s, so far, I've just got a few good men because I am who I am, you know? Uh how does the snake draft work if it's y- me? Yeah. You twice, me twice. So who does it end on? It ends on me with one pick. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I, so out of the 90s for Multiplex Madness Forever, I am going to take... I, I just got to stay true to who I am. And I got to take Unforgiven. Okay. Uh, best picture winning. Uh, kind of deconstructed Western, but also just like a straight Western. Uh, more a deconstructed Clint Eastwood movie. Uh, and made $100 million in 1992. Yeah. Uh, and is just incredibly good. Uh, and I haven't seen in a long time. And will be fun to uh, fun to revisit. All right, and now I am going to go back to the 2010s. I've only got two there. Still a lot of a lot of great options. Can you delete the Lego Movie off that? Uh, yes, that was in the 2010s. There it is. Okay. Right, I was, we were so busy talking about Night at the Museum, I forgot to look for the Lego movie. All right. I am taking... Wow, that's weird. I, I'm taking a Chris Nolan movie here. I'm between Interstellar and Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. I, Interstellar, I think the more Chris Nolan-y movie yes, of the two. So. I... Dunkirk, the better movie of the two. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I uh, not not to throw any shade on Interstellar, but just I think Dunkirk is his best movie, so it's a better movie of every Chris Nolan movie. I uh, both made the exact same amount of money in a way that's pretty strange. Uh, it's one hundred eighty-eight million dollars. So many numbers. Those movies could have both landed on. I. Uh, I think, to me, Dunkirk is a little more impressive to get that high. Just because it's less, like, star power focused. It is kind of deliberately spread thin amongst a, like, more or less more faceless cast. Mm -hmm. Uh, And is weirder. And still hit the same heights of Interstellar, which is, like, the... The quintessential Chris Nolan movie in a lot of ways. Uh, 
So yeah, Dunkirk is my second. Should have gotten his Oscar for that. I would have loved to see him get an Oscar for Dunkirk. I think I would have picked him that year. Should have been for that. All right, back to two for you. You've got one pick left in the 2010s. And I'm taking it now. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. I can't do it as loud because we got neighbors. Uh, all right. So I I'm can writing, hit that note. I'm though. writing down Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. How does that, how does the melody start though? It doesn't show with, oh, oh, it doesn't show like that. How does like, how does the song start? No, her okay. bit. I, I think it does just start. How does the other song start? Like that. No, the first line. No, no, that's, oh. that's the. Tell me something, girl. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> Tell me what? something, girl. Are you Are happy, happy in this world? Or do you need more? Ain't wait, ain't it? F- no, she says, "Ain't it funny being so hardcore?" Uh, is there something that you're searching is for? Is there something that you're searching for? I'm falling. This movie is a star is born. And for all the sh- shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> and all the good times I find myself longing for change. And in the bad times, I feel myself. And then he goes, come on. She's like, what? <laughs> I can't. I'm too embarrassed. And then she does it. It's great. I'm <laughs> off the deep end. Watch as I dive in. I'll never reach the ground. Right? Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, I believe that is correct. Crash through the surface where they can hurt us. We're far from the shallow now. Yeah. And then, of course, the best part. <laughs> Do it. Hurt. In the shallow. In the shallow. In the shallow. We're far from the shadow now. We're definitely yeah. going to have to pay for this. It's a Star is Born. But who's paying for anything? <laughs> They'll Our, do a cease and desist. We'll take it down if anyone says anything. All right. It's a Star is Born. Yeah. Star is Born. That's a, it's an excellent pick. Needed it's to either really. this or a movie that I enjoy even less. Uh, yeah. That's the thing but about a Star is Born. Is that, like, it's not super good. But The first half is great. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. A lot of Bradley Cooper's in a lot of movies where the first half is great. What's another one? Uh, Nightmare Alley. <laughs> the second half of that also good. It's not yeah. like A Star Is Born where it becomes Which half bad. Of Maestro did you like better? Uh, the half where he found Snoopy. That's the second half, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Who left Snoopy in the vestibule? That was more like a beetle. <laughs> That's close though. Who left? Hey, hey, who left Snoopy in the vestibule? I love music and I love my wife, but I also love other things. But I love men so much. <laughs> Don't tell my daughter. Uh, all right, so you have filled the 2010s and your franchise slots. You okay. have three picks left in both the 2000s and the 1990s, and I get to pick again. Yes, right? you have one pick left right now. We're going to go with um, oh boy. 
Chicago. Damn. <laughs> In the 2000s. Really unhappy that you picked Chicago. <laughs> if only I knew how any of those songs were, except for all that jazz. I. Uh, What's another one? Let's see. Uh, the no, uh, Mr. Uh, the Cell Block Tango. Mr. Cell, yeah, but that, well, no one knows the lyrics to that. Uh, yeah. They only know the tango part. You, uh, he, he What's the one where he coming. deserved it? Yeah, he yeah, had it coming. That's the Cell Block Tango. He only he had, had himself to blame. If you'd have been there, uh, etc. Yeah. Uh, they both reach for the gun. Mr. Cellophane. Yeah, I like cellophane. Uh, it's, it's, it's a really good movie. It is good. Rob Marshall. Ah, shit. <laughs> Director of Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides and The Little Mermaid. Really wanted to Memoirs of a Geisha. Rob Marshall. Chicago. Okay. Mary Poppins Returns. He directed that, too. Yeah, he, he's, he's, been, he's been around. He's made a lot of stuff. Uh, some of it was good. All right. I got to recover from that because Chicago was going to be in my next round of picks. I'm still going to be in the 2000s. Uh, and I am going to take a movie that set up a very exciting career. Paul Blart Mocap? For a new director that. I don't know who directed Paul Blart Mocap? <laughs> Did not come through fruition. Oh, no. I. Who's this going to be? Nothing that came after District 9. I see. Was good. And Excuse like, you. No, not. Gran Turismo is okay. very in, is, okay, is sure. enjoyable. I, 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 have, I have heard that said. It's uh, enjoyable. It's well shot. He shits the shit out of it, too. All right. Uh, I would say that. Uh, Gran Turismo being like pretty all right mm -hmm. is not living up to the promise that District Nine made us all those he was years supposed ago. Supposed to direct a Halo movie. <laughs> yeah, that would have been now bad. Just I'm glad that didn't happen. Incredible show. Uh, <laughs> such a good show. <laughs> uh, and I'm I'm curious to see if District Nine holds up in. I think it does. I think it will. The way I but like what a. What a cool thing that was coming out of nowhere. Should I pick Sex in the City just to make you watch the sex, the two and a half hour, the two and a half hour Sex in the City movie? If that's important to you that I do that, <laughs> then sure. If that's important to me. Uh, yeah. Nothing's important to me. That's why I keep doing this podcast. All right. Well, that's hurtful to me. Is it my time? <laughs> uh, no, I've still got another one to take. Oh, I thought you picked two. Right. Uh, no, I just took District 9. I. Uh, and then I'm gonna I'm Check gonna those aliens said. I'm gonna close out my 2000s here. Uh, this is huge, guys. Yeah, what if I Chicago you? Uh, Instead of Shanghai, <laughs> that's the new expression. <laughs> yeah, well, we we can say Chicago. Yeah, we're from here. I uh, still still good options left in the 2000s. I'm not gonna rattle them off lest you overlook them. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at all of them. Yeah, I know, but like, sometimes you wait sure. a little too long to pick a Star Is Born, and sure. then Brian gets it. Uh, yeah. Are you no, taking Alvin and the Chipmunks for me? I am taking. No. I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little outside the box here. Uh, Out of the box. Remember that show. I do. I watched it all the time. <laughs> I take a movie that I really enjoyed watching. Everyone really enjoyed watching. Happy uh, Feet? 
Almost. <laughs> I'm taking March of the Penguins. No, you're not. Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> you're taking March of the Penguins? I'm taking March of the Penguins. All right. The movie made $77 million. Okay. That's boring as hell. I remember liking it. Did you see it in theaters? Yeah, probably. I I remember going, what? <laughs> Why is everyone seeing this? <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll find out that's true. It's some kind of... The penguins were marching. <laughs> some kind of strange there phenomenon. That was kind of what I did that voice for the, the, the web show. Was yeah, the, it was just you doing Morgan Freeman yeah. from March of the Penguins. What's the, what's the line that I say in that? that uh, I still say every now? day. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I have closed out my 2000s One with Disc 9 and then March of the, the Penguins, uh, much to your chagrin. How many do I have left in 2000? You have two left in 2000. All right, I'm doing them both now. All right. I'll lock up the 2000s for good. We're not coming back to the 2000s after this. All right, you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to have you delete some of these. Okay. okay. Delete Gran Torino. Delete... Gran Torino. Okay. What okay. is the, what's the exercise? Here? Uh, it's not good. Who cares? Made a lot of money, but like, okay. it, you know, that's really the whole thing I was going for. Uh, delete triple X. Okay. Just doesn't stand out to James Bond ripoff. It's um, gone. Del- oh, what woman wants real tempting. It's a huge hit. I know. Big romantic comedy. We'll leave it for now. You can get rid of sweet home Alabama. See that. That's, it's 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 a problem with going back to those Mel Gibson movies. He was a big deal. He's and he's like really good. Get rid of the longest yard. Get rid longest. of R- Ricky Bobby. Okay, that's two, both gone. Um, get rid of Paul Blart. Get rid of Prada. Paul Blart wears Prada. <laughs> Are you wearing the mall cop uniform? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Are you wearing the the mall cop uniform? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Uh, get rid of Happy Feet and National Treasure. Get rid of the whole bottom section before Charlie. Uh, Okay. Polar, Marley, The Village, Texas Chainsaw. All right. This is what I got left. So you got the Will Smith one, right? Yeah. Got him as a second Oscar nom. Pursuit of Happiness. Just proof of what he can do in a dramatic role. I thought you meant Hancock. No. (laughs) <laughs> Starting from the top. So yeah. Pursuit of Happiness. You got The Notebook, right? Just an all-timer. Spawned two great movie stars. Not a lot of money, though. No. You know? You got Hancock, Will Smith's uh, uh, biggest... Uh, yeah, I think it was more than I Am Legend. Biggest uh, uh, film at the time. Superhero movie before... The, in, the, in the year that spawned the MCU. Yeah. It was the big superhero movie. Not as big as Iron Man, but still. Day After Tomorrow uh, became, I think, the biggest or one of the biggest films never to reach a number one in the box office. Yeah, it was, my, it, was, it was on my short list for the 2000s. What Women Want, Sex in the City, just like a massive Girls' Night Out movie. Sure. Um, knocked Up, we got the Avatar thing, right? Launched Seth Rogen into superstardom. Chipmunks have been a lot. <laughs> and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory just capitalized as a perfect marriage of source material, star, and director. You skipped right over Something's Gotta Give. Yeah, you can delete that. Um, <laughs> good movie, though. So for the first one, I think I'm going to take... I don't know. Any of these stand out to you where like, you feel... This is, this is our tournament. Yeah, I don't... 
I mean, Day After Tomorrow was on my short list. It was, it was a very important movie to me in 2004. Okay. Uh, and, like, still is, but mostly because I haven't seen it since probably, like, 2007. I remember when the wolves attacked. I was like, I don't need wolves attacking anybody. Oh, I needed it. <laughs> I don't need wolves. I, yeah. uh, I ate this shit up. Mm-hmm. When it, I, I've seen it a bunch of times. Um, Knocked Up is on uh, on my short list. Yeah. Uh, again, just for like, I think it's it's kind of the standard bearer of of that era. Forty uh, year old virgin did make the original tournament. Yes, I know. Uh, that weighs is, on me here. Yeah, I. But Knocked Up like solidified Apatow. It's still his highest grossing yeah. directorial movie. I think I think for me it would have been one of Tomorrow, Knocked Up, or The Notebook. I guess you got two picks, so I would I would have gone right. with two of those three. We're doing knocked personally. up for sure. Okay, knocked up knocked is up in. Is in. <sighs> Can't believe you got Chicago. And then I thought you'd forget about how good it is. <laughs> Damn. Well, you just deleted it, huh? I did. <laughs> Interesting, interesting move. I guess I won't pick Knocked Up. Well, this isn't the record of what's been picked. Was that true? Yeah, I have a whole Uh, other separate document for that. Um, Otherwise, I would not have been able to keep track. I really don't know. It's so hard. Uh, I'm going to come back to it. I'll take in the Santa Claus and multiple commandments forever. Okay. Yeah, see, the Santa Claus is what I was talking about earlier. Uh, a movie that I wanted to take, except yeah. like we just we just talked about it. Uh, all right, Santa Claus in forever, but like it's I was I was this close to taking it anyway. Huge movie, Tim Allen. Yeah. Uh, okay, so now it's back to me i've got one pick left in the 2010s i know what it's going to be and you don't have any picks left so that's fine uh i've got two left in the 90s and one left in the franchise and i'm still unclear what my franchise pick is going to be if i can bring myself to do that so we're staying in the 90s for now i I got my eyes on a few things from the 90s. I think we would be. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that to you. No. All right. What? Here's here's what here's what I'll do instead. Uh, I want to know what you weren't going to do to me. Uh, I'm not going to pick Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'll watch Mulan. Uh, because you don't like Mulan at all. And That's not true at all. I just think that everyone's addicted to that one song. Yeah, it's just because it, it's like, it's fun. It's a fun It's a fun song that is like, I don't okay, know. Okay, do like we have to do it every fucking time? I guess. It's that, and, yeah, that and uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and Mr. Brightside. Oh my God. You got to do them. Uh, now, I'm going to... Continue embracing Let's the nineties abilities. To business. Now who's doing it? To defeat you cunts. <laughs> Is that fine? Yeah, that's the uh, the adult version of Mulan. Yeah, that was that was actually in the live action. Some like improv theater puts that musical on. It's like Mulan, the musical parody. Right. 
Uh, okay, I'm going to keep embracing the 90s uh, ability to just have huge regular movies for adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to take as good as it gets. All right. Uh, uh, dual best uh, acting trophies. Best actor and best actress both won that year for that movie. Oh, I, I did not realize that uh, <laughs> that one actress. Helen Hunt and Jack Nicholson. This is a movie that I first remember watching because my mom had rented it. And I uh, was just like, oh, wow, this is like, there's like good, good stuff happening here. We uh, watched it again for, and the podcast goes to, and it did not hold up for you. Yeah, that's probably, uh, it's probably true. But weirdly, like that memory did not persist. And instead, the memory of me watching it as a child and him going into the suit store and being like, I need that jacket and that tie. Big mistake. Huge. That's a different movie, I think. (laughs) It's not called Pretty Old Man? Uh, (laughs) It should be, shouldn't it? Uh, Okay, so I took as good as it gets. I've got... Picks left. I am going to stay. I'll I'll stay in the 90s. I'll close out my 90s. There's, there's, there's for me, oh, man. You know, I saw four weddings and a funeral sitting there and got real excited about it. Don't think I can get there at $52 million. You were about to pick uh, The Notebook at 81. Yeah. I, I feel like that was probably a little i mean i don't know i can't really speak to four weddings and a funeral's cultural impact uh i was three at the time i that's just 50 can't quite get there at 50 unless you're a predator therefore am i i don't know am i gonna double am i gonna double up on tom cruise here you're looking at the firm i'm looking at the firm Holly Hunter, Best Supporting Actress nominated. It's a, a, Gr- a Grisham adaptation. It's the Gene Hackman one, right? I think so. Yeah. There's there's a, there's there's a few too many movies that are like The Firm and The Client, The Rainmaker. And the, yeah, and just like John Grisham was up to a lot yeah. at the time. A Time to Kill. Uh, that one I can differentiate. Uh, really weird that they had us read that for. The first introduction to high school <laughs> yeah. is a horribly Fresh- upsetting graphic rape scene. <laughs> Fresh- freshman year of high school. Read the first couple of pages of that book and go, this is like the welcome to high school. Yeah. And we do this now. And and also like really got me thinking like this is a seminal text. <laughs> like that's fine. It's like, oh, yeah. A time to kill is like on. It's like it's it's, it's very much like to kill a mockingbird. Similar title. Similar. Uh, what was similar the premise. lesson? <laughs> that well, they were teaching us about that. <laughs> that it was a time to sometimes it's time to kill. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna good take... message for a high school <laughs> with everything going on. <laughs> well, at the time, it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, it wasn't like Columbine was like I don't know six years yeah, removed. But, but it wasn't happening all the time. Columbine was a big deal because like, did you hear about that one high school where there was a shooting? I. Uh, it's weird to think that it, we we started high school like maybe six years after Columbine. Six years ago from this year was uh, t- uh, 
2018. <laughs> a Quiet Place came out. <laughs> <laughs> Time flattens. Yeah, I, I pick. I picked the firm. Uh, All right. Another just like cool adult drama. So cool. My turn. Your turn. Hey, guess what? I'm still stuck on uh, the 2000s here. Yeah, you got one left in the 2000s, two left in the 90s. Yeah, so I'm going to end with one. Yeah, I had counted. I'd counted wrong. Okay. Um, all right, we are going to go with... I don't want to do Def. I don't want to do Alvin. And you know what? It's my tournament, so fuck you. And I want to do Wobbly and Wobbly. It was such a such a big hit. Well, I left it sitting there for you. Yeah, I'm taking what we want. Okay. Like we're talking about blockbusters from the the 2000s. That's a pretty big one early on. As early on as it gets. The year 2000. So All right. In. You've only got your uh, your 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 nineties left. I'm going to take. Um, <laughs> I I want to take one. There's something I want to take, but I'm just like I don't think it's like in the spirit of this tournament, which is like trying to give movies that should should have been in consideration, like. I don't think that like Wayne's World should have been in consideration for the greatest blockbuster in the nineties. Sure, but should it be consideration among the greatest blockbusters on this list? Like, I don't want to pick The Water Boy, but it made so much money and solidified him as a box office star, and it's hugely important in that regard. It didn't make. Th- I mean, it. it that's made a like, lot of money. No, that's no. I'm saying just compared to Wayne's World, it didn't make that much more than Wayne's World. One twenty to one sixty. No, that's like a different. Uh, sure, that's 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 a tier break, but it's not like two tiers above. We're not talking like what women want versus Wayne World. Wayne World. <laughs> Wayne World. Wayne World. That's a good one. Just calling it Wayne World. I'm writing that down. All right, I'm going to go with. uh... Would it help you if I started deleting things? Yeah, but you still have to pick in this. No, I've only got franchise and. Oh, yeah. All right, go ahead and delete American Beauty. Can get fucked. Delete uh, Philadelphia. Can get fucked. No, that's good. Uh, delete um, The Mask and Groundhog Day and Sleepy Hollow. So go all the way down. Delete The Haunting and Dracula. And I know what you did last summer. Delete uh, 101 Dalmatians and The Flintstones and Mulan. You can also get rid of George of the Jungle and the Rugrats movie. Delete Godzilla and The Rock. You can delete Con Air. And I will. Delete uh, the last four. 
While you were sleeping, the wedding singer for weddings and funeral, Eddie's Ventura. I'm going to pick a movie that came out on my birthday the day I was born. Or, Ooh. sorry, it was the number one movie at the box office when I was born. Okay. And that is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I have not seen this movie. I don't really care for it, but it made a fuckload of money. It had a huge hit song. Kevin Costner. And there you go. I, uh, on, uh, yeah. I'm Katie and my honeymoon. We went to Carcassonne, uh-huh. uh, among other places in France. And Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, was partially filmed there, there you go. in the medieval city. And we saw the hotel where they stayed when oh, they were making it. I hope you took a picture. That's incredible. Uh, Katie probably did. <laughs> She's good about that kind of thing. All right. We're down to my final two picks. Taking pictures of nothing? Uh, no, just t- t- taking pictures to memorialize things that... I walk by and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's Kevin uh, Costner shitting there. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> he also slept and perhaps fucked. He definitely came in there. Uh, okay, so I've got my last two picks. I know what my multiplex madness pick is. Uh, a movie that pretty much, and I'm I'm stalling a bit to give one more pass over this list, and yeah, I'm fine. Sorry, Joker. Uh, pretty much every time I see this movie's gross, I kind of get like cartoon wolf eyes of just like, what? Yeah. How did that happen? That's insane. Uh, profound amount of money. Captain Marvel? For. <laughs> no, I, I can track that one. <laughs> the Avengers came out. Uh, profound amount of money for True Grit. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, and again, this is this is a draft where I've just decided I got I got to be who I am, you know. Yeah. Uh, hundred and seventy million dollars. My last two I'm actively going against who I am. Well, I've uh, I I might I might do that now. I uh, we're down we're down to my final pick in multiplex madness. Uh, pronounce it an IP. Thank you. I. Uh, I'm going down uh, going down the list much like you did because you are locked up in this category. Uh, the original franchises aren't it no. for me. No. Uh, I wish I liked Evil Dead Rise a little more or it made a little more money. If Evil Dead Rise had made $100 million somehow, yeah. I'd probably pick that. But... Can't I will it. say that Dumb and Dumber is very funny. I bet it is. I, but the sequels probably are not. And then, and like, I'm, I'm not super looking at quality of movie here considering what I'm considering taking. I, I think if you're looking at adaptation, then for gross, the clear choice is like Chronicles of Narnia. Sure. I think that... If you're looking for quality, High Trader Dragon. Yeah. And surprises, Pitch Perfect 2. Pit, Pitch Perfect 2 is on my short list. And really, I don't know that I can just... I'm, I'm not. I'm, ta- I'm, I'm taking Pitch Perfect 2. Wow. Because... 
it's also important to me, much in the way that like Deadpool. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Deadpool also did this, where like the first movie came out and was a big deal, and everyone liked it. And you, you and I both in both of these instances were like, "Oh, why? That movie's not good." Correct. Just like fundamentally, what they're doing here is yeah. not amusing. Right. And then the second one came out, and we watched that too, and it's like, "Oh, this is just the first movie, but good now." Yeah. Uh, and that's really, that's really out. rare. It's really rare. Uh, hard to do. Uh, all right. So I have made my final pick of per- Pitch Perfect 2. Also $184 million. Uh, that's a lot. I am going to now reveal to you uh, that the... Uh, <laughs> damn it. I didn't even think about the other part of this. The franchise that I wanted to pick was Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> the other part of it being Dakota Johnson? Yeah. You want to see the boobies? <laughs> Wasn't even on my mind. Have you seen it before? Uh, I watched no. it with Joe. Yeah, I don't think so. no, I have not. I've seen like clips here and there, but I've not. Disgusting, Noah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> They're called gifts. They're not. You're not watching clips of a movie. Oh, there was sound. <laughs> oh my God. No, listen. There's how many franchises? Yeah, the sound in the clips is you going. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello? Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) How many franchises are there that are, like, about how sexy they are? Just about fucking. Not a lot. (laughs) Not a lot that are making hundreds of millions of dollars. That's true. I do think that the, um, the issue with the 50s is that, like, it's not sexy somehow. Sure. This is... This is the problem. I mean, this is among among many problems. Mr. Is that Gray will see you now. I I understand the movies to be truly terrible. Yeah. I and also uh, pretty pretty significant uh, misunderstandings and misrepresentations of the uh, of the stuff they got going on in them. Uh, a lot of like, oh yeah, I like. I like uh, whips and chains and things because I had a he troubled was, he childhood. Was, he was raped as a kid, yeah, or not as a kid, but uh, as a young man. Which is... Uh, make so he needs to be in control. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> That's the only way you'll like some of this freaky shit. <laughs> Makes a lot of people is unhappy. through trauma. <laughs> I... But... Yeah. Like, this is... It's just really just the part of me that's rebelling against all those people that are like, there shouldn't be sex in movies. Like... There should be more movies that are about sex. Yeah. And just about like, oh, yeah. Basic like instinct. Two, two is pe- basically porn. Two people are going to fuck in this movie and two tickets, please. And then $160 million worth of people go to the theater and be like, can I watch those people fuck? Yeah. Uh, and I just I I think that's admirable, even if not Henry nothing Henry, else about don't it. Ask, is. Don't tell Henry Cavill to go. He doesn't get it. <laughs> no. Well, it, if he if huh? he if he got it, it could have made one hundred and seventy million dollars. What are they doing up there? <laughs> what is happening? I is anyone else seeing this? <laughs> Excuse me, I need an adult. You put on the wrong thing. I uh, let's have your final pick in the nineteen nineties. So it's not necessarily a favorite of mine, but I do think that if we're referring to. Uh, hit films of the 90s and, and picking out the greatest, I think one of the more influential ones uh, is uh, Total Recall. So that's what I'm taking there. Okay. A movie whose remake we watched for Multiplex Sadness. Yeah, and that didn't go well. Yeah. 
but this is this is probably better than that. Yeah. It's got a three-breasted woman. Hell yeah. <laughs> See, more movies no, should be no, about fucking. stop it. <laughs> this is, I mean, our next tournament is going to be about fucking. I'll tell you what. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't mind a multiplex. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, multiplex grabness. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Uh, we should do 100 games with multiplex cadness. Uh, no, no, no. Multiplex, let's see. Wetness, multiplex, <laughs> sexness. <laughs> multiplex, fuckness. Multi-sex madness. All right. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the that's the clubhouse leader so far. Multi-sex madness. Yeah, and it's all uh, the hottest, hottest porn is what we're judging. <laughs> The best porn, the best, oh, the porn parodies of blockbusters. We watch like the Pirates of the Caribbean shit. Okay. I'm sure they've done Lord of the Rings. Uh, Lord, Lord of, of the, the Cock Rings. Lord of the Peanut. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they've done Hunger Game. I'm sure they've done all these things. We watch the porn parodies. And so that's how the blockbuster is part of it. And box office is part of it. Okay. Yeah. Put it, put this on the list. I'm going to run down our selections here. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we can get And I'll to think of the porn parody for all of them. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. We have to talk about Bob Marley one love soon. <laughs> Bob uh, Marley one fuck. Yeah, Bob Marley free love. Uh, in the 2010s, our, uh, our repicks from Multiplex Madness. Yeah. You selected Gravity. Okay, hold on. Gravity. Gra- Gravity. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Hunger Games Catching Fire. Uh, the Hunger Games... Uh, uh, fire crotch. Okay. I was thinking like catching herpes. Okay. Well, that's negative uh, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the later. The hump humping games. Uh, okay. The humping games. I uh, fire crotch. Hunger games. I got something for you to eat. The hung <laughs> games. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Inside out. Done. <laughs> <Pass. you> go. <laughs> uh, and a star is born. A star is fucked. Okay. A star it. is porn? Come on. A star is porn? What yeah. does that mean? You, lady, are porn. <laughs> yeah. A star uh, is fucked. Good choices. My selections in the 2010s were The Martian. Uh, I wrote, wait. I the... wrote The Martians. <laughs> wait, what's, what could The Martian be? Uh, the, the, the sexy Martian? No, you're the just naked trying Martian? to move on. Actually, put some thought into it. Uh, it's just it's just one word that doesn't sound like anything. I just kind of doing my best. The Martian, the Martian, the, the Martian. All right, fine. We'll move on. Go ahead. Uh, a quiet place. Um. All right. Uh, uh, a loud place. <laughs> I guess. Uh, Dunkirk. Uh, Dunher. <laughs> and True Grit. Ooh, True Slit. All right. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, that's, a, that's a fun group of eight. I'm sure. excited about that. Uh, in the 2000s, yeah. you selected The Simpsons Movie. Uh, the Simpsons Booby. Chicago. Um, sh- uh, no, move on. <laughs> don't want to don't want to get into that genre no i'm just like i'm just uh if, if only if i can think of it right away knocked up yeah <laughs> <laughs> knockers up all right go ahead what women want um the, uh, 
It's the same title, yeah. except it's the movie poster and arrows are pointing to the guy's dick. Yeah. Uh, in the 2000s, I selected Minority Report. What women cunt? Um, minority, my, minority, <laughs> again. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Perfect Storm. Um, no. Uh, District 9. Uh, no. District 9? Yeah. Uh, and March of the Penguins. Okay. Um, yeah, fuck of the Penguins? I don't know. <laughs> Nothing uh, coming to mind there. Orgy of the Penguins. Uh, in 1990s, you selected Apollo 13. Um, Apollo 13. Mm. A baller 13. The Santa Claus. Uh, the... No. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Um, Robin Hood, Panties of Thieves. And Total Recall. Um, uh, anal Recall. <laughs> Gargle These Balls. <laughs> Just kind of rhyming. <laughs> uh, and I selected A Few Good Men. Yeah, great. Uh, Unforgiven. <laughs> Un- Unforeskin. Unfornication. Uh, as good as it gets. Uh, yeah, that's good there. And the winner, The Firm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the franchise category, you selected The Exorcist. Um, the... What? The Sexorcist. Yeah, Sexorcist, yeah. <laughs> uh, Thor Ragnarok. I always try to do the last syllable, last sure. part of the word. Well, Thor Ragnarok, enjoy. Thor, Thor uh, grab her cock. <laughs> grab my cock. <laughs> okay. There you go. Uh, Maybe the, grab her cock. Sure. Uh, the Lego movie. Um, the, the Let's Go Fuck movie. <laughs> the Lego of my cock movie. <laughs> let go of my cock. <laughs> It hey, right let go. It's, I mean, it's got to end at some point. Let go. And Night at the Museum. Um, no. All Night Long at the Museum. Yeah. Uh, and then I selected Split. Yeah, great. <laughs> Clear and Present Danger. Clear and um, uh, Pleasure Danger. <laughs> uh, Predator. <laughs> And Pitch Perfect. You're a sick man. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is your game. I wanted to talk about Bob Marley, One Pits Love. Pitch Perfect. <laughs> two. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. It should be Pitch Perfect 2. Thank you. Uh, okay, so there's our uh, there's our lineup. Wow, our, incredible. Our tournament, uh, our when tournament does the tournament start? Uh, we are going to get started on this after the Oscars. So the week's of like March 17th-ish. Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, because we don't want to double up on all of our stuff and yeah. our Oscar coverage is beginning beginning imminently. Yep. Uh, all right, let's talk about movies. Yeah. Uh, In theaters. We've got, uh, we've got a top five. I'm just going to run down real quick. I've had this written down since Mean Girls came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have to spend a lot of time on it. Uh, my top five Rachel McAdams movies in sure. honor of the release of Mean Girls a month ago. Yeah. Uh, number five, a most wanted man, uh, the uh, the final movie of Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, number four, Red Eye, incredibly fun uh, thriller. 
with uh, Killian Murphy, the man of the moment. Don't ask Killian Murphy if he likes that. Does he not like it? That's a shame. Uh, number three, Game Night. Uh, Twitter darling, uh, completely deserving of its reputation. Uh, number two. Oh, no, he died. Yeah, I mean, it's. Listen, every line that everyone repeats from that movie is incredible. Oh, no, he died. How can that be profitable for Frito-Lay? Yeah. It's, it's just wonderful <laughs> start to finish. Uh, number two, Spotlight. Uh, yeah. A movie that I more and more want to revisit. Me too. As, uh, as time goes on. And then number one, uh, recent entry, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Oh, love it. Uh, the thing about Rachel McAdams' top five, like, that's, she's the kind of actress that you think about, like, oh, yeah, Rachel McAdams. Like, she's great. Uh, I love her in a bunch of stuff. Uh, truly deep bench of Rachel McAdams movies. You'll notice I did not have room to include Disobedience. That's true. Uh, another great movie about people fucking. Or Mean Girls or The Notebook. Yeah. Uh, and and there's even more that I don't remember. State of Play. That did not get considered for me. Huh? <laughs> uh, On to our actual top five this weekend. The Hot Chick. Rob Schneider is the hot chick. Uh, yeah, number one at the box office this weekend was Rob Schneider's The Hot Chick. <laughs> Rob <weird>. Schneider <laughs> is Bob the Bob hot Lee. chick. <laughs> Rob Schneider is Madam Web. Rob Schneider is Argyle. <laughs> Rob Schneider is The Chosen. He Season four, episodes four to six. Uh, Bob Marley, One Love, came in at the number one spot. Rob followed. Schneider is anyone but you. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Madam Web in second. Argyle third. Migration fourth. And The Chosen season four, episodes four to six. I'm so excited for when we're done with that forever. Uh, came in at five. But no- we haven't done the box. What are you talking about? We haven't done this in so long. But the, I feel like The Chosen season one, episode two has yeah. been coming out every five months since the podcast started. Uh, Bob Marley, One Love. Came in at number one. It was twenty eight point six million over the weekend. Uh, there were uh, Wednesday releases for Valentine's Day, so that has made a total of forty six point four million dollars. Did you already say the rest of the five? Or you just do the thing where you just we closed on the chosen, and I haven't yeah, said right. money for the rest. Of no, the that's good. I just forgot you said the chosen. Yeah. Hey, look at that, Bob Marley. Yeah. Whoa, it's a huge opening. It hit fifty million dollars faster than Elvis by two days. And it was higher than the pure three-day opening by... I'm sorry. It was only three... It's pure three-day opening, meaning... Because it opened on Wednesday, meaning right. Friday to Sunday was only four million below Elvis, which opened on a Friday. This was higher than Rocket Man, which opened during a pre-pandemic summer to 2019. Yeah. This film, Saturday, was bigger than both of those. And it was the film's fourth day of release on Saturday. So four days of three other days, people already being able to see it went and saw it. Still made more money than those two. The A Cinema score is higher than Rocket Man and Elvis, and it's also the same as Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm not entirely convinced about legs right now. I'm just not sure how far the Marley love crosses over to general fans. But either way, this is a terrific opening for, frankly, a, a, a kind of a gamble. How much would you pay for a Bob Marley movie? I I would pay in the. What if you had a uh, title as great as Bob Marley: colon, <laughs> One, one love. love? 
Uh, well, I'd prob- I'm probably giving them the budget before the title's the locked Bob in. The Bob Marley story. Uh, this is going to be between 25 to $50 million, depending on how good I'm feeling that wow. morning. But, like, okay. I think you should be able to make this movie for, like, about 30. About 30. Let's go two and a half times that. What do you get? Uh, $75 million. Well, I was a little off, I guess. Why don't you bump that up five more? $80 million? This film costs $80 million. Why? I don't know. Why? I have no... Who's in it? Ocean's Eleven cost $80 Ms. million. Miss Lynch from No Time to Die and The Woman King? I like her too. Who plays it? Ben Adir King? Kingsley? Uh, that sounds right. I don't really know, but... Let's see. Uh, yes. Benadir Kingsley. Kingsley Benadir. Kingsley Benadir. Just like, what? Where's the money going? I, 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 I have no idea. I don't why did it cost that money? What are they doing? It made a lot of money. That's why I'm just like, this easily could have gone the way of like like the Ted Williams biopic and Whitney Houston. Like, sure. Biopics aren't, for musicians, aren't a sure thing. And like... Rocket Man made ninety total. Yeah, you spent an eighty on this, bro, and releasing it in February that had a summer slot. This is in position for the Oscars. Like, I it's shocking, but it is. It is always so weird to me because, like, my reaction to something like this is always like, oh yeah, well I guess like people really like Bob Marley. That's yeah, that's not a huge surprise. So like, I guess. But then like Whitney Houston, people really like Whitney fucking Houston yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, and that movie didn't go. And like, what's the difference? Right. What's the difference between these movies? So it's very surprising that it made this much. I'm really happy it did. I'm sure theaters are thrilled it did. And it over-indexed, which bodes well for Dune 2 that everyone's like, it's going to fucking make all the money. It's going to make all the money. Like the first one made 104. And this is tracking to like low 60s right now. So let's relax. But... Everything's been over-indexing, so maybe we're looking at 80 for sure. Too. I don't know. The the uh, the opening predictions for most movies, tracking is getting worse every day. Um, But it's a huge hit. I just don't know if a lot of people who aren't into Bob Marley or listen to him regularly uh-huh. are going to be compelled to go see it. The word of mouth is good. I just don't know how far it stretches, so we'll see. Sure, but like it's already... You're kind of just playing with house money at this point. You're not, because you spend $80 million on your fucking movie. That's right. But... Like but this gotta, is as good of an opening as you. This is a good of an opening as you could ever hope for. Oh yeah. Uh, speaking of Madam Web, uh, having as good an opening as you yes. could hope for. Uh, That's made how Madam f- Web talks in the movie. I think so. Fifteen point three million over the weekend. I did. Twenty three and a half total. All right, so it's not good at all, but it's not a complete disaster either, money wise. At least not worldwide. Right. Sure. No one likes it. And it's not going to spawn a sequel. And we'll probably see Madam Web. We'll probably never see Dakota Johnson's Madam Web again. But it costs 80 and pulled in 50 during its opening weekend worldwide. So Sony's only going to lose a little bit of money on it. Uh, And the issue here isn't superhero fatigue. It isn't men hating on female superheroes because this is exactly the type of film that would have bombed just as badly in 2005 as it did in 2024. Yeah. This is like Aeon Flux. This is like Max Payne. This, this is Electra. It looks like those kind of movies. Those like, this isn't big, but you're acting like these. this looks big. Right. Kind of movie. Like a triple X State of the Union. We're just like, huh? Um, 
so yeah, I feel like the fifty million opening uh, worldwide is like a all right. Well, we'll only lose a little bit, and it's not going to hurt the you know Venom three is going to make money. Crave of the Hunter is going to bomb. I just like they don't know what they're doing over there, and it's real tough. And they, I feel like we're going to get a Miles Morales real soon. <laughs> they're like, okay, now we just need our Spider Man. So let's get that going. It really needs to be made clear what they're doing because it's. Uh, it, it's inc- it's incredibly insane. Yeah. Why did they make a Madam Web movie? Nobody knows who Madam Web is. She's an old woman. Nobody She's knows that. Paralyzed and has visions. People that read comics don't know who Madam Web is. And she's so young in this. It takes place in 2003. And Adam Scott plays Ben Parker. Yeah. Uh, and Peter Parker is born but not named in the movie. The only other thing I want to shout out is that I did uh, Noah Adamas predict that this would open to $17 million. Wow. So this is like right on the money, the, right? Uh, 15.3. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's get, close. It's, yeah, it's, it's close enough. We'll it's getting the it. green. We'll count it as a green. I, I have agree. marked it already. All right. I, yeah, it's exciting. I don't get those right a lot. Uh, number three on the list was Argyle, uh, which <laughs> yeah. made $4.8 million over the weekend, a 21.9% drop. That's up to 36.6. Argyle, third B.I. Weekend. <laughs> oh, uh, you're Agent Argyle, I see. <laughs> no, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is going to make like 45 at most. Like, it's whatever. It costs $200 million. But that's because Apple made it, and they're going to put it on a streaming service. Do they know how to spend another amount of money <laughs> on a movie? <laughs> but they gave it this just like... <laughs> A bunch of them exactly was like we all have to just say movies cost two hundred million, two hundred million dollars, whatever it is. <laughs> was there just like one big million. meeting where they greenlit a bunch of stuff and they were and like it, budget? I didn't prepare for that. And part. it's funny because Sophia, like two months ago, Sophia Coppola was like, I was making a show with uh, I think Florence Pugh for Apple. Yeah, and they didn't like that it wasn't a likable female character, so they pulled the funding on me. And she was here go to see Argyle, and she's like, but this gets like, t- give me half, give me a quarter of this. I can do it. I'm an indie filmmaker. Well, th- yeah, that's that's the problem is that they had this big day where they greenlit all their movies for two hundred million dollars, cashed out, and yeah, and they're like, we got to make a Sofia Coppola show. What's it cost? We I've got the cards. Uh, flipping through wallet. Oh man, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have to talk. I have an IOU from uh, a filmmaker who I can't think of. Um, all right, so yeah, not not a hit. Whatever. Next. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to hear what you have to say about migration in the fourth spot, which made $3.8 million, a 29.8% increase in its ninth weekend. Well, look at Wonka. Is up to 114 million. So that Wonka increased too. Wonka did increase too. Why do you think it increased? I, I mean, Wonka at least like could have been a date movie or something, I guess. So there's a very, so there's a very, Easy. I mean, the easy answer for migration is that like there's just nothing for kids, and there's not going to be another animated movie until March. Sure. For Kung Fu Panda Three. But it was a holiday weekend, Noah, which means Sunday doesn't act like a Sunday. It acts more like a Saturday. Oh, President's Day. Because on because on Monday, yeah, people are still out of school. They don't okay. have to go to work, so they treat they go to movies Saturday uh, Sunday nights. So that's probably why I was going to say there's nothing out for kids last weekend either. And migration did not increase by 30 percent. Yeah. So I think but, that, I think that was the reason. All right. And uh, yeah, it, it has 116. It's it's really uh, pulling in the money really well. Um, we're sitting at 256 worldwide. And then uh, go ahead for Wonka. 
Uh, Wonka is uh, yeah, looking at the the worldwide total. That's not no, the fifth you were spot. just the do- chosen. The fifth spot. Oh, sorry. Go ahead with chosen. Uh, Who cares? The chosen season four episodes four through six made three point six million dollars. Great. Wonka uh, increased as one you million said. per episode. Wonka's at two ten and it cracks six hundred million. Yeah. So, um, that's a lot, and that's good. And then uh, I also want to mention because um, we haven't really talked about it. Uh, beekeepers at like sixty. Anyone but you is at 85. Uh, Keeps on trucking. Lisa Frankenstein came out last weekend. It's going to be at eight right now. Total uh, Mean Girls is at a very healthy 70, even though it opened bigger than what you know, it opened like bigger than that total suggests. Uh, it, it just hasn't held very well. Yeah, uh, but still 70 is good. And then uh, I want to mention the boys in the boat crossed 50 a couple weeks ago. Just crazy. Sure. Just George Clooney out here doing weird shit. Just a crazy number. Uh, and that's all I have. Let me ask you, uh, poor thing. I said that's all I have. Yeah, I've got one thing. <laughs> but you're out. Okay. Uh, poor things has $31.8 million uh-huh. right now. Worldwide, it's got almost 100. Uh, yes, and that is uh, that is exciting. I believe my, pr- my prediction was domestically that it would clear $40 million. What is it at right now? 31.8. What did it make this weekend? Uh, this weekend, it made... That's the wrong tab. This weekend, it only made $800,000. Did theater count? Uh, theater count Go went... Up? No, it went down. How many? By 600 theaters. How many is it in now? 600 theaters. So it lost half its theaters? Yeah. The... The reason I bring because like obviously its current trajectory is not going to net it yeah. another nine million dollars, but I'd say it is pretty likely that Emma Stone's going to win Best Actress. Yeah, we'll see what SAG says because uh, Lily yeah. wasn't nominated at BAFTA. But right, yeah, I mean yeah. it's it's not it's not locked in yeah. by any means, but like I think I think it's pretty Everyone's likely. Everyone's so mad Emma Stone's going to win again. Yeah, I mean I'm 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 mad. Uh, okay, I mean I'm I'm mad is like. As, as mad as I get. I mean, about, I'm mad as hell. <laughs> I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm buying a ticket to the Oscars and I'm going to let them know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm mad to the extent that like I I care about the bad decisions that the Oscars make uh, every year, which is uh, uh, I, the, I, try, I try not to let it affect my blood pressure. On the, list, on the list of bad decisions the Oscars made, that's so far down on that list, bro. Sure. Come on. Yeah, it's just, it's a... That's gonna raise your blood pressure. Emma Stone winning for a great performance. No, it's uh, it's not over Lily. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think I, I think it's a good performance in a pretty bad movie that I don't I don't need to be recognized over a uh, I think a better performance in a much much better movie that I agree with both those like their statements. I'm just saying, like, if that's the way the cookies are crumbling, they've crumbled way worse. The past 15 years and like, you know, it, at least it's not a net bending. Sure. That's true. I, it's just, they, they, I feel like they so rarely have the opportunity to pick the right thing, uh, or to pick like a, a good and exciting thing. I feel like usually it would be like, yeah, Lily Gladstone was nominated and that's cool. But like, She's definitely not going to win. She's in consideration to win. She's like right there. And I don't think they're going to take it over the finish line. And that's like, that's more disappointing to me than like, uh, yeah. 
I I can't I can't even think of like if if I was like a huge maestro head, uh, I wouldn't be that bummed about maestro not winning best picture because like it's not it's not even in the conversation. Mm-hmm. But once someone gets into the conversation and they still steer in the way that I think is wrong, is is more annoying to me. Anyway, if Emma Stone wins best actress, can poor things make nine million more dollars? No. Okay. But thirty-five possibility. That would be close. I, I I do I do need it to clear forty to get the green on that. But uh, that's that's just not 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 how it goes. Best actress isn't enough of a like re-release bump. Not when it's making this less right now. If it was still right. making like a million dollars, it could get a decent enough bump. But maybe but it gets those six hundred theaters back. I mean, it probably will. Yeah. But yeah. All right. That's a shame. Uh, all right. Well, then that is now all we have. Uh, it's time to play everybody's favorite game. Uh, remember the game we play now? Yeah. It's called Did, Did it, it Make More or Less Than Bob Marley colon One Love. I wish I remembered uh, what the old game was called. That's what I was going to say. Okay. Uh, it, well, it was just Did It Make More or Less Than. No, before that, what was the game called? Before that? Yeah. Oh, God. That was a long time ago. Okay. Uh, time, time doesn't exist. Uh, the it game seems like a ch- month ago you changed the game. Yeah, I changed it to this. <laughs> the The first edition we had of it was Did It Make More or Less Than Night Swim? Ugh, what was the game before that? That was just Did It Make More or Less Than uh, when you were trying to... The Little Women one. Yeah. What was before the Little Women one? That that's the that's the one I no longer remember. Okay, got it. It was the uh, it was the Little Women and uh, uh, Insomnia game for a while. Yeah, uh, and now we've switched over to the tracking the uh, the number one at the box office, comparing weekends. Before that, oh yeah, gone. sure, sure, sure. All right. Uh, anyway, the game where each and every week you tell me whether three movies opened better or worse than this week's top opener. What are we going with, uh, three-day or five-day? Uh, three-day. Okay. Uh, and, of course, for a bonus point, you can tell me the year each movie came out. Are you ready to play? Yeah. What was the number for the three-day? Uh, the th- the three-day for Bob Marley colon one love is yeah. 28.6. Got it. Uh, your first film is Dear John. Um, more. Dear John, did open to more. That is correct. Do you remember the year Dear John came out? 2010? That is correct as well. Okay. Quick two points. Your second film is Ender's Game. Uh, less. That did make less. Just barely. Two, that one's close. 2011? A little too soon. It was 2013. I was going to say 13 too. Damn. Ender's Game, a hugely important book to me as a child. Never read it. Never saw the movie. I tried reading one of the sequels. Pretty boring. Uh, Later found out that the author of those books is a true psychopath. Whoa. Uh, Just a a complete, like, not even, like, conservative lunatic, though. But just like off the deep end, kind of lunatic. Uh, Orson Scott Card. It's a shame. Ender's Game. Great, though. Uh, your final mil- 
movie and film combined to make milm is uh, is the new word i'm going with your final milm is teenage mutant ninja turtles colon out of the shadows mom i'd like to maim <laughs> sure do you think uh, another m verb or t- uh, massage yeah m- massage is better massage i'd like to maim <laughs> masseuse i'd like to maim uh, that's Ursula Buffet talking. Out of the I, shadows. Uh, 28. I'll... St- oh, fuck you, dude. I feel like that's close. I'm going to say more, not by much. Uh, it did make more. by. I mean, not by like a ton, but it's 35. All right. Well, the first one opened to... 60 something. Well, they wish this one would have done that. Too. It's because they released it the first one at the first weekend of eight, uh, August. So they got the like the whole month of August themselves. And then that one they released like the first couple weeks of June. It got swallowed up. But in what year did it get released in that June? I know. I'm giving box office context. I know. And I'm just, I'm filling 2000 space. and 16. That's correct. So that is a dominating five-point victory and did it make more or less than Bob Marley colon One Love. Who knows what movie we'll be playing against next week. Uh, come and gone from a theater near you. Brian, are you ready to go back in time? Yep. To 2009. Uh, your box office heyday. The mid to late 2000s. Didn't realize the sound was still on. Uh, Neither did I. (laughs) And then Sweet Child of Mine started playing. It's possible the viewers at home didn't hear that uh, with our uh, fancy directional mics that we got. Maybe it didn't come through. I bet it did a little bit. Probably hearing that. (laughs) Yeah, that was, I mean, it's unmistakable. the, The early notes of Sweet Child of Mine. That was uh, it. Um, anyway, 2009. What's the weekend? Uh, this is February 13th. Uh, so Taken's already out? Taken is already out, yes, and has been for... This is Taken's third weekend. Uh, this Paul, is Paul Blart Ball Bob? Uh, no, that was in its fifth weekend. Mm. Hotel for Dogs? No, that is not on the list. No, it is. That was that's also in its fifth weekend. It's just in twelfth place. All right, give me a clue. The vow? Uh, not the vow. The vow is not on the list. Okay. Uh, okay. So you're looking for a uh, a horror movie. Up oh, at the interesting. Top. Interesting. The Amityville Horror. No, but good guess. Friday the Thirteenth. Yes. Uh, forty million dollars. Sorry, could forty million dollars. Yes, I I couldn't. There was like a little hitch. I couldn't tell oh. if you said forty or forty-eight. No, forty. Forty is correct. Forty point five million dollars. Yeah, huge for opening. Friday the Thirteenth. Huge opening. I uh, there was counter programming this weekend though. A sort of a teenage comedy. Uh, twenty-one. No, not comedy. All right, give me a clue. Th- I thought you were uh, guessing the, the number. Uh, the, yeah, the, the box office performance of this movie. Was that correct? <laughs> no. 
Uh, all right. So let's see. I'm drill bit Taylor. No, that is uh, it's not okay. I think this is actually not so much a teenage comedy that it is just a romantic comedy about last night. Uh, no, I was confusing. Yeah, I was confusing this with a different movie. For sure, I uh, yeah, romantic comedy. I uh, let's see it. Uh, yeah. Features John Goodman and John Lithgow, the Johns, uh, in supporting roles. Uh, Joan Cusack is in this film. No. Um, let's see. It has a, uh, a title that is uh, it's pretty commonly used, the conventions of this title. Uh, made me think that it was going to be, uh, I was going to be making reference to uh, our previous allusions to Mean Girls. I'd paid homage to Mean Girls once, and now I was doing so again with this teenage comedy. Instead, it's a rom com. Uh, He's just not that into you. No. Uh, let's see. What to expect when you expect things. The. I'm trying trying to come up with a clue that's not just who stars in it, because I think that'll knock it down. The male lead is Hugh Dancy. Leaf year. No. Maybe uh, it's in fourth place, so I'll just give you the star is Isla Fisher. Oh, right. The Wedding Days. No. Confessions of a Shopaholic. Yes. Saw that in theaters. Which I thought was Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Saw that in theaters. I think I saw that one in theaters. I don't think I saw this one in theaters. Okay. Uh, Twelve. Uh, this. Oh, God. The tab. Where'd it go? Fifteen. Wow. In fourth place. Uh, over uh, over this weekend at fourth. Yeah. It was behind. He's just not that into you. In its oh, second so weekend. So and one. taken in its third. It was 19 and 18. <sighs> Respectively. All right, Noah Domus. We have an early reaction to Spickle Me 4. Wonderful news. Comes out this summer. We're going to have to cut the mic so Noah can watch it. He'll give his instant reaction. But, I mean, obviously it'll be seamless because, as always, it'll be seem <laughs> despicable me. That's what the... Remember the first Pharrell song from the first one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he went despicable me. Despicable me. Coming out in July, probably. This is going to be 4. Uh, what do you think of the trailer? Uh, a lot of gags about minions being in spaces that are then filled with food. Yeah. Uh, considering how long the trail, only a few minutes long, a couple of those. Sure. I I feel like the the Despicable Me franchise is something that is not is not important to me. Uh, the minions are cute and funny, and I like them in small doses. Mm-hmm. Not not interested in a movie about them, but like. The first Despicable Me that is largely just about this like weird supervillain guy, but he learns to love these uh, these three adopted daughters, is like mostly a nice thing. Yeah. The parts of these movies that have to be like, but also there's an antagonist that has like a big robot, right? And they have to fight the big robot. And it's like, does that have to does that have to be happening here too? Right. Does this have to be an action movie? Right. Yeah. I I don't. 
I don't really want it to be, but maybe other people do. Uh, Minions Rise of Gru, they're going to get all those bros back in their suits. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And that, that, that's fine. This, that can, it, can be, uh, it can be pitched for, for other people. But for me, I would rather it not be an action movie. Just be like, he has a son now. Gru Jr.? Grunier? Despicable Me for the sixth film in the franchise. What do we see it opening to? Uh, this is going to open to... I mean, these movies got to still have the sort of verve that they came with. Uh, I'm going to say this opens to $65 million. All right. Uh, Noah... I what do you I I want I want to try to remember to start asking for follow up. What do you think of sixty five million? I think that's low. I'm gonna pull up. That'd be like a disaster, or just like oh, that didn't do very well. Eh. A little bit of column A. All right. It's like eventually they got to run out of steam, right? So Minions the Rise of Gru open to uh it was projected to open to seventy to eighty over okay. its four day. And it made forty eight on its first day. Alright, so it's still got steam. That's fine. It debuted with a hundred and seven and a four day total of one twenty three. Yeah, okay, so sixty five would be pretty bad. But this is gonna be three made 75 during its opening weekend. So, so 65 I feel like it's on an upswing kind of, right okay, now. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's on an upswing right now. A lot of things could happen. I just don't like that trailers don't have stories. We're going to watch this one after the pod while we're packing up. Just because I can't imagine all anime trailers were just like, basic story, here's a scene. Yeah. But we'll see. All right, uh, recommend a movie for the folks for this week slash weekend. All right, uh, it's been a while, and with our uh, with our efforts to oh, catch up on the coming comes. Oscars, haven't caught a lot of the Watch new releases. Should chew you up. I, uh, but we did see the Zone of Interest recently. Oh, here she comes. Which might still be in a theater near you. It's still She's in about four hundred theaters out there. I uh, crazy movie. Uh, oh, here she comes. Uh, Man Eater does not feature in it, but Watch maybe it could have. Uh, you you got to see Zone of Interest in theaters if you can. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. It's one of the best movies of the year. Zone of Interest. Go see it. All right, plug us up. All right, you can find us at whatsintheboxoffice.com. We are on Twitter at WitBoxOffice. It is also our Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at Noah I am at Brian DeSerber, D-S-U-R-B-E-R. I'm also on Letterboxd. I'm going through the MonsterVerse very slowly. I watched Godzilla again. The modern MonsterVerse? Yeah, the MonsterVerse. I guess that is like capital M MonsterVerse. I got uh, Kong Skull Island next. All right. You'll have to fill me in on how... The movies after that hold up. Okay. How did Godzilla hold up? It's good. Yeah. Very dark. I can't watch shit with these giant windows during the day when it's dark. Sure. I got some blackout curtains up in here. I guess. I. Uh, the feed for our podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. Uh-huh. Uh, we are on Spotify. We are on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. 
uh, YouTube music. Gorsh. Uh, we are on uh, the Goofy movie feed. <laughs> uh, you can find us opening for Powerline at uh, the upcoming Pitchfork Music Festival this summer. Are we? That's exciting. Uh, yeah, but it's just going to be a we recording getting... of this episode. We're getting paid? Oh, yeah. How much? Uh, a million goof bucks. <laughs> what does it translate to in regular dollars? It doesn't. <laughs> Where can I spend my goof bucks? <laughs> uh, the Goofy store. Where's that located? Uh, where does Goofy live? His house. <laughs> yeah, you can you can spend your goof bucks on an addition to Goofy's house. I'm paying for him to have work done on his home. <laughs> yeah, but you can also get to do the work. Oh, here he comes! <laughs> Watch out, boys! I'll chew you up. <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, this has been once in the box office. Uh, next week, Driveway Dolls is coming out. No one's going to see that, but uh, we'll be back. We might have to do our um, B-sides. I don't remember. Uh, I can. Do I still have our email up? I'm, I'm uh, sure we'll yeah. see. No checking on an email. I'm going to wrap it up, and thanks, everyone, for listening and bearing with us during our uh, our hiatus. Yeah, and with our uh, our long episode and a string of long episodes to come. Nah, because this the B-sides is a very are next short episode. We were recording for like 20 minutes today. Yeah, we recorded for 20 minutes. Is that how long the recording was? Like 20, oh, no, I mean, we kept going after we hit Yeah, but not minutes, like long after. How long is this recording? Uh, we are at uh, hour 52. Mm, that doesn't sound right. Uh, do you have the thing? Uh, yeah, it is, B-sides are going to be next week. B-sides are next week. We're going to pick some one Oscar of, categories that don't exist. One of my favorite episodes of the year. And give out some awards. So tune in for that. This has been What's in the Box Office. I've been your host, Brian. And I've been your host, We'll see you next week. And as always, go see a move. Trying really trying to wait for two hours. How long do I have left? Yeah, seven minutes. <laughs> go <laughs> see a Uh, still, you have six minutes and 40 seconds. Mm-hmm.